Hello everyone, and welcome to Pieces of the Puzzle. This is technically podcast number two in this series, as I'm retroactively renaming my first podcast, Pieces of the Puzzle. So, we've got a couple of things to talk about. It's been a while. Um, there's been a couple of interesting things have happened as of late. I suppose the first thing to talk about is Dominaria, MTG Dom, 25 years. Better be good. It looks like it very well could be. But this all started off, interestingly enough, with another leak. Now, if we actually go up, cast our minds back to Ixalan, that set started off with a leak, in essence. Quite a big, quite a bad leak, actually. So, um, and that's the concept of bad leak versus is there such a thing as a good leak? In the words of Martin Tucker, well, I mean, Martin Tucker would tell you yes. Anyway, um, with Ixalan, what happened was they printed off a big sheet of all the cards. I think it was a big foil one. Uh, as they do, it was a test to make sure everything's going well, everything didn't look good. And somebody, I think, just got their phone out and just went, I'll take a picture of this, upload that bad lad to the internet. And. Yeah, that might have been, like, horribly illegal. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Um, but, yeah, and, and that's when we got to saw, like, see all these interesting cards coming in Ixalan. It's kind of a shame how it works, but, like, I don't know if I really care that much about, like, spoilers being spoiled, as it were. This isn't, like, Game of Thrones. I'm not, like, somebody hasn't just told me, oh, this happens to Flippy McFlippingston. In season seven of the books or whatever, like so, I'd, it's it's a thing that's going to come out, and the thing is as well, like at a certain point, if you play draft, for example, you're going to sit down and memorize all these cards. So, like, at least if you want to play well, I don't actually do this anyway, but I know I should. So you can still argue, like, mm, like do I really care? But tell me, anyway. Unlike that, though, which was like a bad leak, and they were just like, oh, maybe it's not real, and hopefully it is, and people went out and bought cards, I know I did, um, for some reprints. But with this one, they basically, was the Cause made a mistake. They published the wrong... So basically, for every set, they have a booklet, basically, uh, which tells people... What all what are in the cards? What you've got to be careful of? Um, I think it's I think it's kind of important for like translational just to make sure everything's fine. And it doesn't really it doesn't have every card in, so we didn't see every card. But it has cards, for example, where it's like effects that we've never really seen before. Just to properly say this is exactly how it works. We can't just say, hey, look, here's a card. Work it out, or hope they're on Gavara soon. So it's that kind of thing. And they were supposed to upload it for um, for A25, as it were, uh, Modern Masters 25. Is it Modern? Oh, Masters 25, sorry. Um, which I suppose we could also talk about at some point. But they were supposed to do it for that. I'm not too sure why. I don't know what would have changed. All these cards have been, they're all reprints. But anyway. But then they accidentally gave one for Dominaria to the, to the Chinese sites or company or part of it whatever anyway I'm, and so they get and then that of course went to the internet as these things end up doing um i'm not sure who they sent out to i can't remember that it you can look it up it's been like a while now anyway 
And, yeah, but unlike before with a leak where they just kept themselves quiet and just pretended there wasn't a leak and then just pre just, just did the spoiling as they did, this time they embraced it. It was properly their fault, unlike before, which, again, I think might have even been an external, like, like a contracted employee, so it wasn't necessarily... Or even, like, the company's employee of a, a, of a contracted company. Anyway... Uh, it was, you know, it was, a, it was, a, it was actually a, an in, an in-house mistake, and they just owned up to it, and they just said, you know what, right? Actually, let's not have a lot of people mistranslate um, these cards from the Chinese uh, thing, from the Chinese document. We're going to just give them all. We're just going to give them all out in every language that we do them in. And we could see a lot of different cards immediately. We didn't get any art, but. We got literally what they said they did. Um, and that's quite interesting. Got to see all these new different cards. Uh, Return of Khan. This one doesn't look like it's just going to be like, you know, turn free Khan. I mean, you could turn free it to be fun. To be fair, in a lot of formats, it's a four mana planeswalker. That's not that hard to do. Um, in standard, you could do that. But it's still a good card. But there's like plenty of really cool cards. Um, this is all about legendaries. So we're seeing. Tons of legendaries, a lot of uncommon legendaries, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That could possibly make, um, like a format work. Well, not a format work, but because there's a format of commander where you have it's basically pauper commander. Um, so all your decks like it's pot, it's it's common cards, and your commander's an uncommon card. But now there's actually a lot of more uncommon legendaries. I know there's a few from some previous sets, but whether or not that'll really make a difference, I don't really know. But there's some really interesting things. A lot of wizards, wizard tribal could be a thing. Um, but yeah, so there's also some new stuff, which is quite interesting. So first thing as well is they've decided, and it might be just for the future when you look at a few other products that they have, but they decided that for any legendary card, including legendary, we have legendary sorceries. All right, it's weird, isn't it? Um, they changed slightly the outline of the card. So normally you've got your card, you've got your black border, and then your coloured border depending on um, what the card is. So green for green, blue for blue, blah blah blah. Now with that bit of the border, there's like a, a bit of patterning. To sort of say, this is a legendary card. This is really cool. Which is kind of really cool. I mean, especially if you're the kind of person who plays things like Commander. And that's when you really like the idea of having cards that really pop. Um, it's for every card. So it's like, yeah, right, cool, pretty sweet. Um, but like, having your Commander be one of those is pretty cool. What's interesting is, um, so one of the things, which is another thing we'll talk about in a bit. But one of the things that they're doing is they're getting rid of the uh, Versus decks. But the last one they're doing is Inventors versus Elves, which, as many people have said, don't you mean Artificers versus Elves? Um, but in that, they've got reprints of cards, which aren't going to be in Dominaria, which have those legendary framing. So people, I'm wondering, like, does that mean... Uh, maybe I've just not read the thing where it says, we're doing this forever. But I'm thinking, are they doing this forever? I'll look it up at some point. I'm, it's one of those things where I don't care that much, but it's kind of interesting. Anyway... So that's the kind of thing. They're bringing in legendary sorceries. So that's an, uh, that's like a new thing they're bringing in. And how legendary sorceries work. It's not that you can only have one of at a time. Because that's kind of how sorceries would work anyway. So that doesn't 
Uh, you can't play another sorcery on the Well, you can. If you do certain tricks, but why would you? So we're going to take one, which is one that I'm looking at, which looks pretty cool. So that's uh, Yag... Y Yagmoth? Let's say Yagmoth. Um, Yagmoth's Vile Offering. Um, so that's a legendary sorcery, which says, put up to one type, create your Planeswalker card from a graveyard, any graveyard, on the battlefield under your patrol. Destroy up to one type creature or Planeswalker, exile Yagmoth's Vile Offering. So you can't just live the dream. But it's a legendary sorcery, and what that means is you may cast a legendary sorcerer only sorcery, sorry, only if you control a legendary creature or planeswalker. So that's the idea. They're pretty powerful cards, but they are very specific. Like they have that very specific oh, can only be played every now and again. Just to make it so it's not insane. Kind of like legendaries, where you know, you, you basically get a body and you put better stats on it than you would normally get, but you say, ah, you can only have one on the battlefield, so that kind of thing. Um, but I think that's pretty cool, legendary sorceries. I kind of wish it was just legendary permanent, or even non-land non permanent, because uh, there's plenty of other legendaries. That would be nice to have, like, say, search for Alcanta, but whatever. You know, it has to be a creature or planeswalker. No, it doesn't feel so controlling anymore. <laughs> um, but no, it's pretty cool. Uh, what else was I going to say? I've also got these, like, really cool... Um, enchantment which we've never seen before like type which is these saga cards let's see do I have a favourite saga card I don't necessarily think I do I'll see if I can find one that I want to talk about um, we're also getting a new mox I'll talk about the mox now anyway the mox is interesting because everyone always says oh a mox is probably broken probably terribly broken should they ever print them who cares they're broken it'll be fun this one is add one manner of any colour among legendary creatures or planeswalkers you control. So again, it's stressing creatures or planeswalkers, not just permanent and online, but well that the point they could just say permanent because obviously uh, lands don't have a colour. Um, is that actually true? I don't know how there might be like one that does, but it's not legendary anyway. But it would again it would be nice if you could play Mox Amber and have Search Rest Cancer and it'd be fast mana. But that might be too powerful to be fair now that I think about it. And I can see why they've done exactly what they've done. Um let's take Time of Ice. I think that's gonna be a really nice card in limited. Whether it goes anywhere beyond that, I'm not too sure. Um so this Time of Ice, it's an enchantment saga. And basically it says As this saga ends the battlefield and after you draw, and after you draw a step, you had a law counter. Sacrifice after number three. Whenever you put a law counter on, you do what it says for that many law counters. So, law counter number one is tap target creature an opponent controls. It doesn't attack during its controller's untap step for as long as you control time advice. And that's the same for time two. So you can basically tap down two creatures forever, except you get to turn three. Uh, you've got to sacrifice it. But it's cool because it, it has an effect that actually works out quite well for it, which is return all tap creatures to their owner's hand. I can see that in Limited being really nice thing to play. Really nice piece of tech. Um, yeah, so unlike some other cards, which feel like do not, because it almost sounds like it should be a do-nothing card, like as it ends the battlefield, you get that first trigger. So it literally just four mana, tap target creature for like two turns. Then for free, tap another tag creature for a turn. Then for free, return all tap creatures on his hand. That's kind of what it's going to feel like. And I think that's going to be pretty sweet. Again, I'm saying limited, not necessarily uh, constructed. 
But there's other stuff in constructive for that for those kind of things that like I'm looking at and going, hell yeah, like just just normal cards. They're not even like these crazy new ones. Like there's like the Seal Away, which is a two mana enchantment, one and a white, which has flash and says when Seal Away enters the battlefield, exile target tap creature and opponent controls until Seal Away leaves the battlefield. That is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. Who needs blue black when you got cards like that? Saying that though. Blue Black has a piece of technology, which is going to be beautiful. It's not even technology. It's just a very be good removal spell. I'm going to say beautiful, in fact. It's a beautiful piece of removal. Uh, let's see if I can find it. It's like a two mana, one black, instant, and it says destroy target non-legendary creature. Yep, it's called cast down. And that's what it says. Destroy target non-legendary creature. Yeah, that'll be good in standard. Boy, that thing's going to be good in in um, in modern. I was talking to some people about this. They said, "Is it really going to be?" You've got like other options, and I just said to them, "Look, right? People want to play blue black in modern, right? But they can't. They have to play Grixis because they need Terminate and stuff like that and Dreadball. Cast down, no problem. Put that in. Place your Terminate. If you feel like you don't need those lightning bolts, don't run them lightning bolts." Cut your mana to two colours, live the dream. You can feel the ruin all you want. <laughs> but yeah. So that's Dominaria. Uh, that's interesting. It's going to be um, the restart of the renew, reordering from what we had, but it's exactly what we had before, but also maybe not. Who knows? Of how they're going to. That's how it feels. I'm, I'm sorry, they've changed it like three times in a row or something. Um, not quite. But that's how it feels for basically how they're going to be releasing sets. Dominaria is just one set. Ixalan rivals Ixalan. Amonkhet, Hour of Devastation. Kaladesh, I forgot what it's called. But you know what I mean. But yeah, so this is going to be... Uh, and then we're going to see the core set. And that's when we're going to have rotation. And they're just going to do whatever. But, you know, it still look, looks like it's going to be pretty fun. I think it's going to be really fun in limited, to be honest with you. you got all this crazy stuff you got all these cool things, which I'm not too sure if they're actually going to be fantastic all the time. You've got, like, really nice art for ops. Got to love that. Uh, it's really hard to tell if a card's common or uncommon, at least at a glance, from the fact that the white... Well, actually, that's not that bad, actually. I'm just going to remember it's white. I think that's what's confusing me, is normally if you've got a common card, it has, like, a black symbol, but here it has a white symbol because they want the structure. So I keep on looking at cards and being like, is that, a, what the hell's that? But it's, it's common. I don't know if we've seen anything that looks fantastically shifted into common, but um, there's some pretty cool pieces. Well, I'll, I'll have to shift through at some point. Maybe I'll sit down and do it around release. Could do that. Maybe a release. Maybe do a release podcast. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's a shame though, because it's like, two, like 269 cards or something, which is annoying because... Um, if we take uh, Ixalan, um, I'm trying to remember. Let's have to see if I can find out how many cards are in Ixalan. Two hundred and seventy-nine cards. There's two hundred and seventy-nine cards in Ixalan. There's two hundred and seventy-nine cards in Ixalan. Wow. Uh, and then if I go Dominaria, is there no? There's not really is there. Um, how many cards are in Dominaria? It's 
pretty sure it's supposed to tell me, but I don't know. Uh, Dominaria has some amount of cards. 269 cards. So, basically, they've gone to this point where they said, oh, I have these really, really big sets, and it's smaller. That doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not going insane, right? That is, that's what they said. Maybe they just meant the core sets are big, and the uh, other sets are actually quite small. I don't know. I don't even know what to think anymore. You could say whatever you want, wizards, because... I just, I, I mean, it doesn't affect, I can't affect anything, so, celebrate. Um, but yes, there's Dominaria covered. Uh, we got some new products, uh, which are coming out, or have kit, have just come out, I think, I'm not too sure, let's see. I would like to look at your products, please. Um, coming soon? I don't think it is a coming soon thing. Uh, Challenger decks. Yep, we got the Challenger decks. They actually are amazing absolutely fantastic you pay a small amount of money not that much and you get a deck we've seen that many times with wizards but these decks are designed to be almost tier one decks in standard or possibly almost tier two decks with some of them but you know that's what happens when the meta changes between them making a product and releasing a product and that's fine but the decks are still pretty sweet so you've got four decks you've got hazard aggro vehicle rush Second Sun Control and Counter Surge. Well, let's look at Hazard Aggro. Everyone loves a bit of Mono Red, except me when I play against it. Um, and for like $30 or something, I don't know how much it's supposed to be. Does, have it, does it say how much it's supposed to be? Okay, you think it would, but... Anyway, for like not a lot of money, you get um, a Chandra, Torch of Defiance. You get three Soul Scar Mages, four Bormat Couriers, three Carries Evs, Three harsh mentors, one hazard at the fervent, one glory bringer, four fanatical firebrands, and four ancrop crashes. You also get four shocks, four lightning strikes, two abrades, two magma sprays, four sunset desert, and some mountains. And your sideboard is mag two more magma sprays, carries of expertise, two of those, two key the cities, three sentinel totems, two pagan alars, and four chandra's defeats. That's a deck. That is, it's not the most optimized mono red deck, but. You don't have to spend that much money if you want to upgrade it to for it to be uh, a much more upgraded version. And that's the thing they, they are just saying, oh, I just have Hazard and Chandra like for $30. Just get them both. And also all these other cards. Just do it. Live that dream. Which is like sweet. Uh, let's look at another one. We'll look at Counter Surge. We're going to do them all. But... And then if we look at Counter Surge, this is green black. Um, basically green black snake you get four glint sleeve siphoners two scrappy scroungers one water ballista three briskars three dream stealers two gonties three virtuous gear hulks four lung tusk clubs four winding constrictors two water planks two hour of glories uh, <laughs> four blossoming defense it's like oh well it feels like you should get more one fatal push four ether hubs four foul orchard two ashes oasis eight swamps seven forests Sideboard, you've got two Lifecrafters B-Series, three Cartouche of Ambitions, a Slice and Twain, a Dispossessed, four Duress, two Die Young, and two Appetite for the Unnatural. You could take this to FNM and do quite well. You could build this on MTGO and have an alright time. Would you win all the time? Who knows. But, they're reasonable decks, which don't need much upgrading, if you want to do it. First thing, for everything except for like the Hazred deck, it's like, 
just try to pick up the fast lands. I mean, the setting some control. Obviously, you want the glacier forts, but you know what I mean. Uh, actually, I wanna have, I'm just going to look at the lands for that just quickly. Just to see what actually lands it gives you. Because I think it actually gives you stuff. Yeah, that gives you four irrigated farmland, but not the glacier forts. But anyway, you can. They give you these decks. You pay a little bit of money and you get them, and it's fantastic. Um. It's sort of like this thing. It's weird because it comes out at the same time as like the last dual deck for the for the versus series, um, which is elves versus inventors. But I think it basically replaces it at the same time. Yeah. No. This is what. Yeah. Two sixty nine cards. Sorry, sorry. I'm actually looking at everything. Uh, anyway, so there's also some other stuff coming up. I think um, there's Commander of Old. You what do you do? Secret Spellbook. Jace. Yeah, it looks cool. Go look that up. I'm not going to talk about that here. Let's talk about um, Battle Bond, maybe? That looks weird. That could be fun or terrible. We'll see. I'll talk, I'm just going to do a little thing. So that's basically a set designed to basically be a cooler version of Conspiracy by the sounds of it. They were like, what if it, with Conspiracy, instead of playing with everyone, you play Two-Headed Giant? Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, cheap prices for the cards, because it's like, some of the cards are going to be made entirely for it. I think some will be reprints, again, just like Conspiracy. So, yeah, that's something to think about. Um, but it's supposed to basically be a set designed to make uh, two at a giant be fun, whilst also you being a limited uh, limit set. Um, yeah, that's about it for those kind of things. I feel like there's something else I would have wanted to talk about. Let's have a thing. Oh, brawl! There we go. So brawl. Let's see. MTG brawl. So possibly in order to we could talk about that as well. In fact, we'll talk about MTG Arena first. MTG Arena. Uh, people can talk about it now. They've been able to talk about it for a while, to be fair. been able to stream it for a while. We're in the non-non-disclosure non closed beta, which I was in the... Uh, yeah, which I'm basically in. So I stream that every now and again. Go watch, whatever. I don't care. Basically, it's like Hearthstone, but Magic the Gathering. It's basically just Magic the Gathering, but in a way where it's slightly harder to play um, <laughs> if you want to do all the complex stuff and like be like, oh... When you draw step, I'll do this because that's how the game works and stuff. Um, and it's like playing standard, but there's no Kaladesh, which is weird because a part of me thought, oh, great, it's like playing standard, but there's no Kaladesh. But also it's like playing standard and there's no Kaladesh. Like, you don't have to worry about a lot of decks, but a lot of decks just take a punishing because mana bases get weaker. So certain colours do better than others. Um, and just not having fail push is just a, just just a hit. So maybe when Core 19 comes out or whatever, I just quit and just say, nope, modern modern for me. If I can't cast a fail push, even if I'm not playing, even if I'm playing Band Approach, if I can't cast a fail push, what's the point? <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, but it sort of gets a little tiring. But I think that's because it's like... I don't know, actually. When do you think about it? I honestly know. Um, like, generally when I play an MGG, I do leagues. But sometimes I don't do leagues. I do the free seats, the cheap seats. But then I think the thing is there is that I only play to test a deck out. Like, oh, here's 75 cards I haven't played with together. Um, or possibly just here's like 40 cards I've never played with or something stupid like that. 
Um, and let's have a couple of games for free before we put our money where our mouth is. And I enjoy that, but I'm also thinking about it in a testing frame. So then when I do a league, so it's to do a league, whereas on MTG Arena, it's like, ah, uh, whatever. Like, I've got to play, and I'll get more packs, and then my decks will get slightly better, maybe. But it's all random chance. Sort of. Uh, I think I think what's bumming me out, to be honest with you, with MTG Arena, is the fact that it's still this single game thing, where it's like sideboards aren't a thing, which means that when you build a deck, you can't build a deck like you would normally. And I think I would have stopped and sit down and go, actually, maybe I need to put more Doomfalls and things because it's like having a sideboard card but doesn't feel terrible. You don't, you can't play against control and go, it's fine. I'll remove, I'll get rid of my removal. And get in those duresses. Oh yeah, you can't do it because there isn't a game two or three. There is just a game one. Um, and if they bring out game two and three, which they should do, I think they're supposed to, then I'll probably feel a lot better about it. I, I mean, they've got sideboard written down. You could technically build a sideboard for the decks you have. It just doesn't do anything. Anyway, so uh, interestingly enough, and it seems to be in order to further push. MTG Arena, so it's going to be interesting to see if it's even going to come to MTG or anytime soon. They're issuing a new format, which is Brawl. It's a, it's, it's not a competitive format, but it's, it sounds pretty cool. Basically, think EDH, think Commander. It's basically a form of Commander. So it is standard legal Commander. It uses the standard ban ban listing, I think. Um, but there's a couple of changes. So number one is it's a 60 card deck. So 59 in your commander. None of them have partners. So it's 59 in your commander. Also, it doesn't have to be just a legendary. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be a legendary creature. Oh no! If you want, it can be a legendary planeswalker. Yeah, that's insane. And there's a lot of legendary creatures that are coming from because of Dominaria. So like. There's plenty to choose from. And a few Planeswalkers as well. So that's pretty cool. Like if you want to build a deck based on some cards. Like uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, you could build it on. You could try to build angels. I don't know if there's enough angels. But you could. Lyra Dawnbringer. She's flying first right lifelink. Over angels you control. Get plus one plus one on lifelink. Could work. Could be you're just tired of people. Like hitting you. Or you Planeswalkers are creatures. And you want to have everything of Hexproof. Shalai, she's actually white green because of her ability. But that's, that's, I want to say it's she and it couldn't, it might not be. I don't know. I don't know what the, I mean Shalai, so it could be in anything. kind of feel like it's a feminine. I'm not too sure. It's an angel. Generally speaking, they're all women except for in Amonkhet where they're men. And that's because Nicobolus made them. Anyway. That's a bit of law nonsense, but yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff. There's all the new, there's all going to be all these new legendaries. Go look them up. Think about these cool decks. Build a Scarab God if you want. I'm thinking about it, but I'm not certain if that's what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, you can honestly, if you want, like yeah, I could have a Scarab God as commander, or I could have Sahili as my commander, or Chandra as my commander, or Nissa Nissa Steward of Elements could be a pretty cool deck. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, I might be willing. But we'll see, how, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Is it going to be this big thing that everyone's playing all the time? Or is it going to be like... Um, there was a format, and I've completely forgot what it's called because I just nobody plays it. It's that one where you get a few packs and you keep on adding. It's like the league. It's like the limited league thing. 
uh, where just nobody plays it. So this sort of comes with this weird caveat, though, because they sort of released a card, which feels really weird. And I've talked to some people about it, and some people are saying, no, it's fine. And I'm like, I don't know. And the card I'm talking about is a card called Firesong and Sunspeak. That's a legendary creature. Six mana. Uh, it's four and red and a white, so you borrow colours. And legendary creature, Mind Talk Cleric. And it's red, instant, and sorcery spells to control have lifelink. Whenever a white instant or sorcery spell causes you to gain life, Firesong and Sunspeaker deals three damage to that creature or player. Pretty sweet. This is a buyer box promo. Which is fine. But it's only available if you get it with the buy as a buyer box promo. So that's it. Every store will have like hundred of them. And maybe they'll like have enough. Like maybe there'll be loads in the market and no one will care about it and it won't really cost too much. Or maybe it'll be like the best card in Brawl and cost hundreds of dollars. Who knows? You basically gotta buy a box to get it. Spend eighty quid or eight dollars, whatever. I don't know. It is in in America. Buy a box of Dominaria. Live the dream. The caveat, which yeah, the caveat to the caveat, uh, which no, the thing that people have said as the devil advocate um, at my little game store, um, one of people who work in there, they were saying like actually the way they, that wizards have done it makes sense for them and works in their favour. It means that people want to buy their box because you can only get this if. You buy it from a store. Um, so that's the thing. You can't go to Walmart or you can't go online and get your cheap boxes and get this thing. So there'll be more people be like, oh, actually, I, I really do want Firestorm and Sun uh, Sunspeak or whatever. So they'll go to their little game store, spend money there, which is always a good thing. And what they're doing as well, which is for a first, which does sound pretty cool, is on pre-release day, you can buy a box. That's the first time. And you can only do that in stores. That's the quickest way to get one of these boxes. It's going to be interesting. I think there's probably some more stuff I could be talking about, but I think that's going to be enough for now. Um, when we'll meet next time, I don't know. I'm trying to try to make this a monthly thing and also try to keep this podcast to about uh, 30 minutes, which is where we are now. Uh, so, yeah, for that reason, I'm going to say I'll catch you later. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day.